Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Now, if you woke up today and you were like, oh, it's Monday, <laughs> it's Monday, we got we to gotta fix that. We got to fix that. And, you know, some people ask me, how do you fix 
making Monday your favorite day of the week? Like, how do you do that? I, I haven't been able to figure it out. I try. I try. It just doesn't seem to work out. Well, the problem is in my world, we don't use the word try. You know, I grew up, everybody's, you know, you, we used to be told, you know, just got to try. You got to try. We don't try. At least in our language, we don't say we try. We do. And in order to do, we need to make a decision. Everything in our lives starts with a decision. It started way back when we were first able to make a decision. And we decided to be something, whatever that thing was. And you can still do it now to this day, make a decision and have it be. Now, as we've gotten older, we've made decisions in our past that still stick. Those decisions sometimes cause the new decisions to not be as effective. And so what I'll first start off today talking about is when you have a decision that you're making, you make a commitment and then you fall off from that commitment or you find it hard to cons consistently move in the direction of that decision, that commitment. What I would recommend that you do is take a look back in your past, take a look back, take some time and look back when you've made a similar decision in your past that was counter to the decision that you're making now. You see, a lot of times when we try something and we fail, and this can go back to when we were kids, when we fail at it, or yeah, we fail and, and or we do something and someone else doesn't approve of it, and we hear feedback from someone else, we make a decision at that time, and that decision, believe it or not, sticks with us. It sticks with us until we go back and vis revisit that decision and change that decision. So Monday's my favorite day of the week, and I wanna encourage everyone today, since I got the, 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 the back call or the C-Rock call in the sky, and I'm here this morning, I wanna encourage everyone to make Monday your favorite day of the week. And then give me feedback on my Tuesday segments. When you come back and see me on Tuesdays or whatever else I fill in, I would love for you to unmike and let me know how that's been treating you and how that decision to make Monday your favorite day of the week has affected your life, the people around you, your job, your finances, because it will make an impact. So, let me take you back a little bit. I know some of you have heard the story before, but I want to make sure because we always have some new people in here. And I just want to share a little bit about going through things in life and taking it and storing it in your tank, your fuel tank, instead of your trunk, where most people keep their experiences. Most people keep their experiences in their trunk and it slows them down and weighs them down. I've found a formula, it's called the rocket fuel law, that if you take everything that comes your way that would stop a normal human being, None of you in, in here are normal, by the way, a bunch of crazies. But if you take everything wow. stop and, <laughs> that would stop or slow down a normal human being and you store it in your fuel tank instead of your trunk. And when you do that, you're able to convert it into rocket fuel to become unstoppable because everything that you're taking is stuff that would normally stop or slow you down. So if you take all that stuff out of the way, you're unstoppable. It, it, it literally works. It's that simple. Some of us have a hard time with this because we don't believe that becoming unstoppable is actually that easy. Actually, I'll use the word simple rather than easy because I don't think it's easy. But it's a simple formula. And the thing is, when you take this, this, this discouragement from people, these letdowns, these failures, these, these, these tough times, and you take them to convert them to fuel, it's not just for motivation. It's not just for inspiration. It's not just for the giddy up and go. It, it's actually for training. 
learning, understanding, experience. And so what I want to ask you today, this awesome Monday morning, is I want to ask you, are you taking the times that you're going through right now? If you're going through tough times right now, if you've experienced something difficult, maybe somebody's bothering you, maybe somebody's getting to you. Maybe your business isn't as going as well as you want. Maybe you're not sure what you want to do in your business. Maybe you're at a crossroads. Who knows? You Only you know, and I'm speaking to each and every one of you, and I'm sure each and every one of you are in a different position. But I want to challenge you and ask you, are you taking what's going on right now and understanding that it is for you to cause and create something wonderful in the future? You see, I look back on my days when I was a kid when I grew up in a broken home, around a lot of broken people, drug addicts, alcoholics, suicide, people on medications for drugs or for anxiety, depression, overdosing, fighting, parents fighting, getting wooden spoons broken on our behinds, and then the beating still didn't stop. I look back at all those days and I realized that I was actually, actually just like a sponge absorbing, absorbing it all. And one thing changed everything for me was the decision that my mom made when I was about three or four, maybe five years old, somewhere in that range. And I remember this as clear as day, her telling me that I was gonna be an inspiration and a leader, and I inspired her so much. And of course, at that age, you really don't know what that means, but that, that, those words stuck with me. And what I understood that to mean at a young age, and we, we would have discussions because I would take a, a weekend trip to my dad's house and we would go for an hour drive to meet my dad with my stepmom. We would have these discussions. And what I took that to mean was, is that whatever I'm doing, people are watching and it's gonna make an impact in their lives. Somehow, some way, good or bad. The decisions I make are gonna make an impact. And so I don't know whether it was subconsciously or what it was, but when I was a young kid dealing with those things and when my dad found out that I was leaving his house after my mom finding out abuse that was going on and the court papers were delivered to him and my hero taking out his wad of $100 bills that he always carried around with him. Us Italians, man, we don't carry wallets. <laughs> I carry wads of money with rubber band around him. He, he peeled that $100 bill off and crumpled it up and threw it at me that day when I was about 10 years old and told me I was gonna need it when I was living on the streets with my mother one day. That spark that was lit there, that, that challenge that was set for me, all these times that when my mom told me those things that I was gonna be an inspira inspiration, leader, role model, I was gonna do these things, she must have known the life that I was going into and the, and the family that I was going into. She must have known that she had to prepare me and as Mother's Day just passed yesterday, one thing I said was that no matter what we went through in our lives, my mom prepared me with that, and she always had unconditional love. And I think those two things made it so that I could be that sponge to absorb things that came my way and really understand people. Understand that it's not personal. When people hit you, when they say things that are, here's something that my stepmother used to say to me. It still sticks with me to this day. I can still hear it. You're pathetic. I don't even know what that word meant. Pathetic. Does anybody know the definition of that word? I've never even looked it up, honestly. Because <laughs> I don't feel I didn't feel like it. 
if anybody wants to look that up, feel free to unmike and let me know. Just chime in. But hearing all those things and then understanding that it's not personal, they're fighting themselves every day. They're going through their lives. They're fighting and they're just like unleashing this venom, this poison on, on other people around them. And understanding that if you can get through life and understand that that's the case and not take things personal and then understand to try to surround yourself with people that aren't pushing out poison, that your life will be a lot better and you'll be able to impact more people. And a lot of people say, well, you still need, you need to help those people. You need, you do, but you got to get yourself right first. Somebody oxygen mask. It's all about that oxygen mask. Right, see, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's back. He's back. So, so what I want to challenge, and I'm going to let uh, Glenn take over if you're ready, Glenn. But um, I, I just want to challenge everyone, no matter what you're going through right now, absorb. Absorb the info. Take the data that you're getting right now. All of this stuff is going to prepare you. I look back at my in-home sales days. I hated it. Nine years going all over the place, driving an hour each way, going to like going to homes that I could like I have to take my clothes off when I got home because of the the pet dander and the and the, the hair and the dirt and the no offense to people that live that way. That's the way they live. It is what it is. But I I just I hated I hated my life at that point. But what it prepared me for to this day to do what I do, I couldn't trade it for the world. And luckily I had those moments to absorb all that data. So I just want to challenge you no matter what you're going through, absorb. Absorb the data, take it all in and store it in your tank so that you can use it when you need it. This is your boy C Rock with filling in for Glenn on a Monday, my favorite day of the week. What's happening, Glenn Lundy? Monday, Monday, Monday. What's up, C Rock? Hey, C Rock, I got a question. In all seriousness, what you were just talking to was I appreciate you covering for me. I also appreciate you always being authentic, always being raw, and always being real. And so as you were talking, as you were sharing the stories um, you know, from your childhood, as you were challenging everyone to take the things that happened to them and put them in their fuel tank and instead of in the trunk, I was thinking, like, I love that and I believe that and I agree with that. And with that said, see, Rock, when you're in the storm, how do you do that, right? Because like well, hindsight's 2020, right? Looking back, we can go, okay, we learned from that childhood experience when we were four years old. We learned from knocking on those doors. We learned from carrying the pet dander with us everywhere we went. We learned from our dad throwing a $100 bill in our face, telling us we were going to be on the streets with our mouth, right? But when we're in the midst of it, I don't feel like learning nothing, right? Like, I feel like crawling in the corner. I feel like going in the fetal position. Like, I'm thinking about our friend, right? We all have a friend here, uh, Amelia Antonetti. You guys all know Amelia uh, Antonetti, right? Make some noise if you, anybody knows Amelia Antonetti. I just want to make sure people are here. <laughs> Yeah, you guys so so our friend Amelia Antonetti, right, her husband, her ex-husband, I apologize, her ex-husband, uh, which is her children's father, she has an older 28-year-old boy and then a 15-year-old girl, he took his own life last week, right? 
he took his own life. And he was battling cancer and, you know, things like that, right? So he was in his own battle. He was in his own storm. And now Amelia has been brought into a, a whole different storm. And then her daughter, right, the 15-year-old, is really feeling like, what the hell? Like, he, 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 he had me, and yet he still chose to take his own life. That's a, that's a crappy feeling, right? So C-Rock, with them being in the midst of those storms, and there's three prime examples, three different storms experienced by three different people in three different ways, and I agree that in the future there will be a lesson. But right now, while they feel it, while it's fresh, while it hurts, how do you take that and put it in the gas tank and not in the trunk? How do you do it while you're in this? Love it. Love it. Love it. Great question. So when you're in at close proximity to an adversity, there's you know little, if any, light at the end of the tunnel, right? We all experience that. And all I know and all I've been told, I'm a believer in God, like most of you in this room, unapologetically, full-fledged believer in the Lord. But I've been told that as long as I don't stop, as long as I don't stop, I keep going until the Lord's ready to take me. So I have a saying. And it goes along with the rocket fuel thing. And it's a bumper sticker thing. And some people like bumper sticker things and others don't. I like it because it gives me something quick to kind of chuckle about. But there's a, there's a Bible verse that talks about it. Somebody can give, give me, <laughs> give me the uh, verse if you like. But when you're going through hell, run or something like that. Or is that, is that, that may not be a Bible verse. That might be, <laughs> that might be a quote, right? But, but like it, thrust though. is a I must, right? Thrust is a must. You, all I know is I got to keep moving. I got to keep moving. Because if I stay still, that's closer to death. See, this is what I always think is like, I think I got to stay in motion. I got to keep moving. And, and I just know, I always know I don't trust my emotions. And I just know that like this, this feeling, let me really, let me really take this in and really figure this out and really like get the data that I can get from this emotion. Let me find out what's going on here. But most importantly, it's just move. Thrust is a must. That's, that's what I always think to myself. And when, when I'm in, them, in those situations and I don't feel like doing something, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving, man. And so that's, that's for me, I just know that I know I'm not going to feel like it. I know it's going to feel like the dark darkness. I, I've, I've been there before. I've been there before when things are going great and people on the outside would think things are wonderful. They, they, they couldn't imagine. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Imagine that I was going through, you know, look, I walked in the house one day, came home from college and my stepfather flat out, he was a kind of a black and white kind of guy, no filter just tells it like it is. His name was George. He came, I, I walked in the door and he said, hey, hey, Mike, your grandmother killed herself. Just like that. And I was tight with my grandmother. And I helped her through a lot of tough times. And, and that, that like hit me.
And I remember that feeling that, that the, the news that, of that, and to think like, how could this be? And all the questions that go along with it again, you got to push through. And I don't know about you guys. Do you, when you guys go to a funeral or a memorial, I, I don't know if I'm the only one. When I go to a funeral or a memorial, I, I tear up. I feel the emotions swell up. But then I also get this charge in me like, wow, man. Wow. Life, life, life can end at any moment. Life is short. And I got a job to do. I was put on this planet to do something, man. And, I, and, and, and this is a wake-up call for me. Maybe that's, I don't know if that's selfish or not, because somebody's lying there that, that we're celebrating their life, but I'm just being honest with you. That's what goes through my head. It's like, yo, man, let's go. There's people out there that need you. So I don't know if anybody else experienced that, but that's my answer, Glenn, in a nutshell. I love that, man. Trust is a must, right? Trust is a must. We just got to take, keep, like, take that next step, right? One step, one step. One step, one step, right? Because in truth, as it says in the scrolls that we are, many of us in this room are sharing and reading right now, as it says in the, the, the scroll marked three, which comes from a book titled The Greatest Salesman in the World, and the scroll marked three starts with, I will persist until I succeed, right? And it says in that particular scroll, it says, in truth, one more step is not that difficult. And you know, C-Rock, I think that's exactly what you're speaking to. And in my life, this, uh, this thought of one more step, just one step, is really what I've built most of what I've been able to build on that premise, right? I'm not a, I am a visionary. I can see the, the I, not just the top of the mountain. I can see like how you build or, or, or 900 mountains, right? Like I can see that, but I'm not, I'm not like a leaper. Like you're not going to see me on a, on a rock wall leaping from one rock you know, up past four pegs to get to the next one. Like, that's just, that's just not my style, right? I'm a one step. Like, I, I can see the mountain way, the mountaintop way up there, but I ain't going to look at that anymore. Just what's that next step? What's that next step? Hey, but what's Glenn, what do, you think, what, do you, what do you think about being just maybe opening yourself up? Opening yourself up to knowing that you're going to take one step. Uh, uh, quick, like I say, thrust is a must, like quick step, do it, yeah. do it. Um, yeah. But but being open, opening your, make yourself available to those big leaps. That's something that's changed things for me because I used to think I had to chip away and that's the only way it was going to come. But expect the chip away, but be open and available to the big leap. Yeah, I love that, man. I, I, I do. I 100% love that. And I hope, with that said, C-Rock, I hope that there is a season in my life where the big leaps happen, right? Like, I would, I would, I would, that, would that would be awesome. <laughs> that just has not been the story up till this point. Would you, would, you say that you've been, would you say that you've been open to it and available to it, though? 
Yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely open okay. to it. Okay. Right? Uh, I'm definitely open to it. Just my journey up till this point at 44 years old has been take the next step. Take the next step. Take the next step. And then I look back and I'm like, dang, I've come a long way. Yeah. Right? I've come a long Love way. But I'm just like one step, one step, one step. Because sometimes, to be honest, I'll get overwhelmed, right? Like the other day I had this idea. I'm like, man, I'm going to. We're going to do this thing. I can't really go into the idea because you still might do it. But it was like, we're going to do this thing, and it's going to be big, and it's going to be able to uh, not just make an impact. Actually, C-Rock, since it's just me you, me, and you talking in the room, it's funny that this conversation, I love how God works, man. <laughs> this isn't at all what I was going to talk about, what you guys say, but since it's just me and C-Rock, um, it's really interesting. Lately, what God has put on my heart I have been really focused on making, you know, I'm, I'm all about impact. You guys know that, right? Rise, evolve, impact together. Like, I want to make an impact in people's lives. But something recently, C-Rock, has shifted in me a little bit where I'm not even interested anymore. I'm not interested anymore in making an, making an impact in, let's just say, C-Rock, let's just use your name since I'm talking to you. I'm not interested in making an impact in C-Rock's life anymore. I'm interested in making a generational impact in C-Rock's life. I want to make an impact. I want to impact you so big, bro, that it impacts your kids and your kids' kids. Like, that's what's popped into my brain lately. Like, it's one thing to move a person, it's another thing to move generations of people. I don't know if any of you have listened to uh, or that uh, Alexander Hamilton, right? The play, the Broadway play, uh, Alexander Hamilton, Lin-Manuel, the guy who put it together is just phenomenal. And the soundtrack is absolutely incredible, right? Uh, it's just incredible. And if you get a chance, you can listen to the soundtrack. You can go... You can go on YouTube, look up Alexander Hamilton soundtrack. There's 48 tracks. 48 tracks, and each track is anywhere between one and three minutes long, right? So it's going to take you about two and a half, three hours to go through all 48 tracks. But if you listen to the tracks, just listen to the tracks without watching the play, right? Just the audio. They tell the entire story. His entire story from all different perspectives and all different angles. And it's fascinating how this one man, this one man with this unbelievable conviction, this unbelievable desire, and he wasn't necessarily known as like the best man or a good man, he wasn't a sinless man, he wasn't like Jesus, you know what I'm saying? Like, he wasn't that. Some people liked him, some people didn't like him. Some of his actions were good, some of his actions were not so good, right? But ultimately, his conviction and desire and, and, and his ability to each day, one day at a time, lay the bricks that became the foundation 
of the United States of America is crazy, bro. Like, you want to talk about generational impact? He thought so big and fought so hard that his decisions, his his choices are still making an impact on you and I today, hundreds of years later. That, my friend, is the power that we all have as children of the God of the universe, the ultimate creator, has put in you and I the ability to make generational impact for humanity. How crazy is that, man? It's freaking wild, man. It's wild. I got something for you that you said that, though. I got something for you. We need to talk. We need to talk. Let's go. We need to talk. Okay. Hey, hey, you know what? One other thing. One, one other thing, Glenn. One, one other thing, real quick. On the, uh, I just looked back on my Instagram feed just the other day. A lot of times you'll do it at the beginning of the year, right? You'll look back at the the year past. Yeah, sure. And I got to tell you, we we need to do this more often. We need to pay attention to what we've been through in the last year, and and really understand the 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 leaps and bounds that you make. You don't realize that you are making leaps and bounds. You really don't until you really assess it. <laughs> It's, and and, and, it, right. and it gives you a little it gives you a little boost, man. It's it's wild. Dude, you're a hundred percent right about that, man. Hundred percent right, right? I'm looking at each step, one step, one step. Take a step, take a step, take a step. And then I look back, dude. It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, golly, dude. Yesterday, by the way, I'm gonna end this real quick on a, a little shout out to all the mamas in the, in the room. Is there any mamas in the room? Any well, yeah. Good morning. Good morning, mamas. Good morning, mamas. So, I have eight children. Uh, I have a 22 year old who lives in Arizona, and then I have seven children with my wife. I have a 12 year old, a 10 year old, an eight year old, a six year old, a five year old, a three year old, and a 16 month old. Okay? And. Yesterday was Mother's Day, a day that I celebrated my mother. I celebrated my mother-in-law, who just retired after 40 years of being a nurse. She just retired on Friday. And I celebrated my beautiful bride. And part of the way that I celebrated my beautiful bride is taking on full responsibility of the seven children that are in my house while my wife took multiple naps and ate chocolate pie from bed and had a chocolate shake and watched reruns of Everybody Loves Raymond as she flipped through her phone on TikTok Reels and Instagram Reels. That was my wife's day yesterday. Uh, She wanted me to get Take out food from Perico's, her favorite Mexican restaurant, so she could have chips and queso. And she spent the whole day doing as little as humanly possible and left me in charge of seven babies. And by the end, by last night, 
I thought I was going to kill at least four of the children. <laughs> at least four of the no, children, that's so bro. Funny, <laughs> like, I have no idea how my wife does that every day. Like, right now, I'm at an airport. I'm on my way to Tampa. I won't be home for a few days. I got to go. I get to go from Tampa to Oklahoma City to, to Missouri, right? Like, this is what she does. Like, I'm usually at the office. I'm usually at the office. You know, yes, we co-parent. But the reality is, you know, 80 3% of the time, my wife's solo with the kids. And I'm never solo with the kids. I always got backup, right? So how the heck she manages to do that every single day? Like, shout out to all the mamas. Y'all are special. There is something in you that does not exist in me. Uh, God made you different, and I am so grateful for each and every one of you and what you do for these children. But my point, the reason I brought it up, is looking back, I never imagined eight kids, the beautiful home that we live in, the 10 acres of land, the Breakfast with Champions fam, the hashtag Rise and Grind movement over the last four years, the 800% Elite Auto, the things that we're doing in the automotive space, the speaking on stages, the traveling around the world, like... I always had visions of doing some of these things, but never really imagined that they could all coincide, if that makes sense, that all these things could happen. And so yesterday I was looking back and I was just thinking, golly, man, just one brick at a time over the last, really the last 13 years, because before that it was chaos. But one brick at a time over the last 13 years of my life has enabled us to build this incredible castle. This incredible castle filled with triumphs and trials, right? Filled with moments of pure joy, seasons of struggle. All that we've built, all that we built, is literally one at a time. One brick at a time, one house at a time, one client at a time, one kid at a time. And so to you, my friends, this morning, I just want to share with you, if you're not yet where you want to be, or if you have yet to fulfill as though you've tapped into that potential that exists inside. I just want to challenge you to take one more step. Lay one more brick. Lay, take one more step. Lay one more brick. And I assure you, like C-Rock just said, a year from now you'll look back and you'll be able to see how far you've come. You guys, thanks so much for being with us here on Breakfast with Champions this morning. I know that C-Rock and I ended up going off a tangent and having a powerful conversation. Uh, hey, I love you, brother. You guys all you, man. Love you, C-Rock. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. 
Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.